0: Hello, my beautiful survivors. This is Karina, and I'm the host and creator of this podcast, Stroke Surviving the Odds. Intertwined within my story, you are going to be getting all of my tips, my hacks, my ways of survival for the past 24 years. I suffered a brainstem dissection in March of 1999, which led me to a coma and a locked-in syndrome. But I'm here with you today, and I'm very, very happy about that. The goal of my show is very, very simple. If I can help one person feel better about their situation anywhere around the world, my job, the job I put upon myself, is going to be accomplished, and I'm going to be really proud and happy for that particular person. Turns out that this podcast is number seven worldwide in its category of stroke survivors. So I know for a fact that I'm helping more than just one person. We are in 29 countries, seven continents. That is a huge accomplishment and I would not be able to be at this place if it was not for you my listeners, so thank you for that. My episodes are full of information and valuable information at that, so I recommend you go right ahead and you download the episodes and you also subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any episodes. That way by downloading you can definitely refer to those along the way of your own rehabilitation. My handle on Facebook is stroke surviving the odds underscore the pod page, and on Instagram I am at s s t o underscore the podcast. Could there be a possible reason why the stroke happened? What could that reason be? What is the positive intention of that damn stroke? Do you think I would have had this podcast if it had not been for the stroke? Another question. Do you think that I would be number seven on the list of the most popular podcast if I did not have the stroke? Do you think that I would be helping and changing lives of people in 29 countries if I did not have the stroke? What I'm getting to Is that I found my purpose. And I found my why. And it only took 24 years. And I learned a shitload of things along 24 years of survival. But not only bad comes out of a stroke. At first, that's all we see. Because that's what happens in our life. It deshuffles. It deranges everything. But without it, I would not be here. And you would not be listening to me. Today's episode is inspired by listeners, inspired by clients of mine, and inspired by future clients via uh, Instagram that we became friends, and it's all about finding your why. I'm going to talk a little bit more deeper in that and give you my true sense. I hope that you stay tuned because today's episode is going to be very insightful. You're going to get a side of Karina that you are not expecting. (laughs) I'm going to start off with a little story. I woke up, I'm in the hospital bed and my then husband is there and of course I have a lot of friends and family who are coming to visit our family was Greek so I had a lot of Greek people uh, as well as the priest (laughs) by the way Um, and I don't I I speak fluent Greek in my own way but I understand more than I speak and um, I understood when they asked it in, in Greek And I understood it when they asked in French and in English, of course. Oh my God, poor Karina, why her? She's only 25 years old. Why Karina? And many times, my husband would be sitting by my bed and holding my hand. And he would say, oh kid, that's how he would call me. Oh, kid, Um, I, I, I don't get it. Why you? And he was so hooked on the why you. And at first, I was a little dazed, like we are after recovering from a stroke, right? Waking up from a stroke. But the very first thought that came to mind that I could remember... As he was saying why you was why not me so I'm asking you that question whenever you're asking yourself why me why me why me and other people ask yourself why not me it's it we don't wish a stroke on anybody. I told you, I didn't wake up one day and say, I have nothing to do today. Let's have a stroke. And I know that's not what you did. But the fact is, that's what happened. But it's going to be all about how from this moment on can we see the stroke as a positive It has been a negative long enough in your life and way enough in my life that it's time, it has been time now since I have my podcast. It's time for me to change it to a positive. To make something good out of it, change people's lives, people's way of thinking or at least give them something to think about. And I want to give you some hope. I want to give you some hope, guys. It took me 24 years. I didn't cry for 24 years. I was always upbeat. I told you that. But it took me 24 years to figure out the why. I never dwelled on it. I'm more of a how person. How can I make it better for myself? Everybody else around me was on the why. I was on the how. There's nothing wrong, guys, on being the only one on your team. And if you listen to my other episodes, you get plenty of ideas and reinforcement of... You don't have to be divorcing or you don't have to be leaving your friends and family and estrange yourself from other people. That was. This is my story. This is what I did. That is not what I'm telling you, I'm giving you plenty of ideas and options that you can explore in your own life's context. To no longer ask why, because the why is in the past. But I want you to think of maybe going into the how, the how's in the future. I always knew that I was meant for something big. I always knew in my life I was meant for something impactful. But throughout all of my teenage years, I just had no clue. I'm a high school dropout. I'm, I I, I, I have a lot of lived experience, of course, but uh, my walls aren't, Wallpaper with diplomas, right? Because I was too busy surviving. So I always live with that shadow that I know that I'm meant for something else, but I don't think I can get it. Hmm. Let's think about that for a minute. Really? So I had this stroke. I was 25. So you all know that I had my childhood. Sorry, let me start with that. In my childhood, I lived a lot of generational traumas. If you want to know more, you'll have to listen to my other episodes. (laughs) But for the sake of today's, I'm just flying over it. So generational trauma in my younger years. A stroke when I was 25. At 38... I was diagnosed with chronic depression and having bipolar traits and double personality traits. Fast forward to 46 years old. Wow. I decided to conquer my fear of not being a very techie person. And I decided to follow the podcast uh it was out it was out there i wanted to know what it was about and i knew it was a possibility for me to have a voice for people that can't or people that won't necessarily have a voice i didn't know what i was getting myself into but i did know i did know in my heart that i wanted to help others that i wanted to pay it forward So I'm thinking of all my life experience and I'm thinking of the biggest life experience and it has been the stroke where I have learned so much and so much on the physical side, so much on an emotional, on a psychological. So I knew... That I wanted to address that because back then there was no concept of podcast, right? I was left by myself to figure shit out. And now I'm blessed that we have this amazing thing. So I want to be there for my community. So I just go right ahead and I have a preconceived idea of what I want to do. The subjects I want to address. I'm seeing that I'm in one country. Holy shit. My episodes are heartfelt. They're authentic. I'm doing what I love. And you're going to ask me, what does that have to do with the why? Just bear with me for a minute, guys. So, I'm doing my episodes and I meanwhile, I have life happening in front of me. I have a lot of traumatic events that are happening beautiful traumatic event guys but nevertheless they are bothersome trouble events right uh, trauma events i'm still doing my podcast and i'm still delivering what i have learned over the past 24 years i have been using the knowledge of being a survivor for all these years I'm using the knowledge for the greater good. And as I'm doing that and I'm sharing my story and I'm being authentic and I'm giving what I've learned and I'm giving you my everything to my listeners. and My podcast is gaining popularity. I'm not in it for popularity. I'm not in it for that kind of contest. I'm just doing me, right? I'm too busy doing me. And to my surprise, I look and I'm on the list. Holy shit, that's num- like it's my oh my second oh, holy shit event, right? And I realize over the year it's it's what I'm meant to do. It's that big impact that I've been wanting all my life, that I've been wanting to do. It makes me happy to be here. It makes me feel so content, so at home. There's nothing like helping others and helping yourself along the way. And holy shit, I'm doing it. This is what I was meant to do. So the moral of this whole story, this whole five minute long story, is that We never know what's going to happen. We don't know what next week, next month, next year. We don't know. We just do the best that we can. And we live our best life. And we feel and we absorb everything. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Because it's all learned experiences. It's all designing your how you are going to get better the choice is always going to be up to you nobody is going to tell you you gotta do this you gotta do that and if someone goes to you and says you gotta you gotta you say fuck you you don't gotta do shit you do you they do them and like I told you before, it's okay to be on your team and always be on an upbeat and don't let anybody burst your bubble and you're on a journey of finding your how. It's okay to be on that team and the rest of your family or and friends are on the opposite team. It doesn't mean that they love you the last. I've told you before and I'm going to remind you again. People we love don't get the strength that you have. They don't get it because they have fear. They're afraid to lose you. They're afraid to lose who you are. But who you are today is not who you were before the stroke. And it sure damn is not who you're going to be in five years from now. So when you're asking yourself that how, how am I going to better myself, my physical health or fine, your body's paralyzed, you don't have usage of your, 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 your leg, you don't have the mobility that you want. Fine. It is what it is, my friend. You have the choice to dwell on it. And be miserable and make everybody's life around you miserable or You spit in your hands and you just go with the flow. You just take, you roll with the punches and you say, okay, this is what I'm dealt with. What else can I do where I don't need to use my legs? You have the gift of gap. You're great in math. You can write a book. You can talk and educate children. You can be there for older people. There are infinite things you can do, even though you're limited. This is part of your how. You need to try a few things in order to find the one that works for you, that makes you feel fulfilled and happy. But if you stay where you're at, are you going to be figuring out what the whole, what the whole wow, uh, what the whole how is? No, you're not. Because you're going to remain stagnant. You're going to be remaining where you are at. And you are always going to be asking why. Instead of searching for the how. You remember what I said. What you resist, persist. It's not easy. I'm telling you guys, it's not freaking easy. I've had my share of frustration and of tears and... I told you, on the physical rehabilitation, I enjoyed, like, because it's part of me. It's part of who I am. But the emotional and psychological warfare that was going on in my head, wow. So I get you. I get you. I get what you're feeling and how you're thinking and how you could be afraid. But you can't let that stop you. You remember the story I told you from the beginning of when I started my podcast, how I decided to take the bull by the horns and, and and conquer my fear of being not techie, but still making it work. I was afraid shitless because I don't know how to edit still to this day. I started my podcast saying, I am gonna make this work. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to make this work. So I will record record my episodes in one shot, from the intro to the outro. I will record it in one shot, so I could just press record, and I could press end. Now, I gained a little bit of confidence. Now, I'm recording in segments. But I conquered my fear. Fear is, to my knowledge, to how I feel about it, fear is healthy because it pushes you outside your own comfort zone. It pushes you to do something that can bring a whole different possibility and a whole different outlook and a whole different result. So for me, I say fear is healthy. I say potato, you say potato. Eh, It's the same thing right? But focus on the how. How can you better yourself? Your physical, mental, emotional state. Look out for resources. You have to be willing. You can't just sit on your sofa or your recliner in the living room and, 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 and let yourself die. You are not meant for that. You are meant for greater things. You have so much to bring to the world. You may not win a Nobel Prize. I may not win a Nobel Prize. I don't think I will. But you know what? This whole shingding that I'm doing right now talking to you is making me feel alive and appreciative. I'm touching a little bit at a time, a little bit of people. We are gazillion billions people on earth. All I wanted to do was change the life of one. That's it. Because then if your expectations are too high and you don't get to your expectation, then you're going to be disappointed and you're opening a whole different can of worm. So I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling what's going on right now. And it feels great. And again, I've told you, if I can do this, why can't you? Reach out to me. Reach out to anybody. There's so many Facebook groups for everything. Instagram groups. There's support groups. There's, you, there's someone you can talk to out there that can lead the way. And I would like to be that someone because you're listening to my podcast. We already have a connection, you and I. So if and when you're ready to talk to me you can reach me on facebook at stroke surviving the odds underscore the pod page as well on instagram at ssto underscore the podcast you know what i notice people want to have the comfort of change without having its discomfort and the inconvenience of it. You can't have one without the other. I'll give you a concrete example. Let's say you need to eat more vitamin C and you really, really, really need and want to eat an orange, but you can't eat the orange without peeling it. The inconvenience is that you have to peel the orange in order to eat it you can't get the benefit of having its vitamin C if you don't peel it you see when you want change you have to be willing to be uncomfortable to be bothered by it and change is not always bad change is not always bad. If you're changing to something better, to a better habit, to a better version of you, change is a good thing. And by asking yourself, how can I better myself, you're inviting change. But don't forget, you have to be willing and expecting of being uncomfortable. I'm going to tell you another little story. And my story goes as, as this. It's a story of Mr. Why and Mr. How. Mr. Why is why me? Why this again? Why, why, why? And Mr. How is how can I fix this? How can I better myself? How can this be? done differently. Mr. Y and Mr. How cannot be friends. They just cannot be friends. It's better that way. Because Mr. Y is constantly in the past and it's holding him back as opposed to Mr. How. How it is quite the opposite. Mr. How is looking into the future. Are you a Mr. Why or are you a Mr. How? And ask yourself, what is your motivator? What's your motivation for that? And are you willing to commit to becoming a Mr. How? Are you willing? Everything starts with a decision and a commitment. When I was in the hospital, I decided that I was not going to be a victim. And when I, became, when, when I went to rehab, I became a beast. I committed to my rehabilitation. I committed to my mental health. It's a choice. It's a choice that only you can make. And other people, I guarantee you, other people around are going to be uncomfortable because you are trying something different. A different way of talking, a different way of standing, a different way of eating, of holding your fork. They're going to be like, why are you doing it this way? They're even going to pick a fight with you. Don't be surprised. But also, don't don't fall into that trap. Now, if you're gonna be a how, you're gonna have to build your strength of mindset, your strength of character. You're gonna have to hold your own place. Stand up for yourself. Don't don't forget, the people around us, they love us. And it's easier for them to have you remaining the same because they know what to expect. So it's easier for them, but it's not better for you. It's actually worse. So again, it's a choice. You can do this in silence. March at the beat of your own drum like I did. Do your own thing. Or you can involve the people you love inside and implicate them in your growth. And as you're growing, they're going to be growing as well. And you're gonna be actually living in harmony in the household. I guarantee you that if you have kids at home and you have, you, you, you're a survivor of a stroke and you have kids at home and they see you day in day out always complaining about something or being unhappy or simply depressed and sit in your recliner or in bed all day every day not good for the kids I know I'm practicing tough love here and that's the other side of me that you don't know I'm full of love and empathy and understanding for you guys so so much a part of me though if I had not been so strong I probably would not have survived the way I have and and thrive the way I have so keep in mind your kids at home if they see you do something completely different if you sit with them at the table and you're cutting vegetables or peeling an apple or writing something and your kid is sitting next to you that's bonding time get out of your own space headspace and saying I don't want to be bothered I want to be alone really is that what you want bond with your kids bond with your spouse take every moment that you have when you change they will change mom always did my mom always said when you think others change it's because you change And keep in mind that every time you change, you're moving towards your how. And I'm extremely proud of you for taking that step. Keep in mind it took me 24 years. I've taken steps along the way, but it didn't happen overnight. So I don't want you to think it's going to happen overnight for you. And I don't want you to give up. You don't get the luxury of giving up. I'm sorry. If you survived, it's for a reason. It may not be obvious right now, but it is for a reason. Trust me. There is something in this whole story that you need to learn. Is it patience? Is it perseverance? Is it understanding? Is it better communication with people around you? What is it? But there is something, I promise you. Now, you know how much I love you, but I am on my way to work. So I'm going to let you go. Give a little bit of thought to what I mentioned, what I talked about. I would love to hear what you think, what you think about it. What's your vision? So you know how to reach me. I'm going to put all my uh, information in the description. And I'm going to wish you guys to have a fantastic day and a fantastic week. I love you very much. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.